Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art available in comics. We'll talk to creators, hear about their inspiration and creative process, and then we'll read their comic and discuss it together. We hope you'll join us on this journey into some incredible comics and find some new favorites along the way. I don't even know how to start Indie Comics because we just said that we were going to start a girl band. And then Tyler said, we're going to form a family band. And I, I want it so badly now that I can't focus on comics. How are you guys at singing? Really bad. I was in musical theater for four years. Okay, so you're the singer. I love to sing. So I sing bad. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready, Indie Comics Band. Coming to nowhere, no time soon. Um, my name is Maddie. I'm your host. And we also have the lovely... Sylvia back again and then we have two special guests tonight not just one but two lovely ladies if you'd like to introduce yourselves hi i'm my name is kaden phoenix i'm the writer and creator of uh, the latino superhero called jalisco that's right everybody she came back i'm so excited we didn't scare her off <laughs> notice tyler's not on this up no i'm just kidding tyler is here in the room i promise um we're so excited to have you back. Thank you so much for joining us. It's rare that we get to have the creator with us during the roundtable, so no pressure on all of our comments, but That's right. uh, <laughs> this is going to be exciting. And then we have a very special guest just for tonight, special appearance. Oh, hi, everyone. My name's Andrea, uh, friend of Maddie's, friend of Tyler's, friend of everyone. Fellow friend Latina. of all. Friend of all. So... We, I mean, you obviously created the book, so it's totally different over there. But if you want to kind of, you know, just chime in whenever, what did you guys think of this book? What are your first reactions to Yalisco? Jalisco. 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 I, I'm trying so hard, guys. I'm like the whitest person ever, if you can't tell from the sound of my voice. Oh, my. And I, sp no, and I speak French, and I'm, like, good at speaking French. But because of that, any kind of Spanish accent is, like, terrible. I know, but it doesn't. I just want to do it in a French accent. Because I like learned Yalisco. how to speak French because of Spanish. I would call her Jalisco. No. Jalisco. 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 There you go. At least you didn't say Jalisco, which I have gotten I, a lot. Jalisco? Um, yeah, yes. that's, no. I love your story, Jalisco. <laughs> oh, God. Jalisco. That's what I'm ordering at Starbucks, like a tall Jalisco. <laughs> She's like, I'm burning this comic now. <laughs> I'm going to rename it. I can't. Um, so what were your first reactions to Jalisco? Better? Jalisco. <laughs> Jalisco. 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 This is all just a podcast about teaching you guys how to pronounce things. And by you guys, I mean me personally. I am trash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sylvia put her hand on my shoulder like, it's going to be okay. Let's, if we ever talk to someone French, like <laughs> my time will come. Let's turn this car around here. <laughs> so, what was your reaction, Sylvia? Uh, first of all, this artwork is yes. stunning. I am so pleased that she <laughs> she is Jalisco is a elegant and graceful. Uh, when when she's getting it right, like you know, <laughs> when she's not tripping over herself, like the other ninety percent of the comic, when she's getting it right, when she's mm -hmm. confident in who she is and like doing her her super heroine thing, she is beautiful. And and I was so sucked into to not only the style of the comic but also the color palette as well. Like I love all of the rich warm colorings. I love the use of color as like 
uh, an easy way to define like what time period we're in, if this is a flashback, if it's a flash forward. It it was such a visual um the the journey is just as visual as it is, you know, written and and it's so nice to see that be so intuitive in storytelling. When you have a visual medium um alongside stories, sometimes it there's a temptation to tell more than you show. And comics are such a delicate balance between the two. So I just I really loved all of those things. I just went on like a five minute rant. But I loved all of those things. First impressions was but this is a beautifully written and drawn story in that I can, you know, just sit and digest. Well, and for me, I uh, I was not on the last episode because I got hit by a car on the freeway. I'm obviously alive, so that's cool. Um, but I was really sad not to be on it. But, you know, in listening to it and, and hearing your story, Caden, and just how, um, you know, your your director's eye, I think, is really clear in it, you know, with the, the panels and the way things are set up. And then to your point, Sylvia, I mean, the art is just gorgeous. The colors are gorgeous. The purples and the rich pinks and reds. And it feels very alive and it feels very of its time. And I think um, that was so special going back to it. And even I remember you talking about um, that you kind of wanted them to look like Disney characters. And I think it has that vibe while being completely unique. Uh, and I thought that was so wonderful where it, it feels like a comic for all ages and, and you know, for teen and up. Um, and it feels like something that's really accessible, but also has this really unique design and graphicness to it. And like even like with her mom, you can tell that they're related and that the mom's older and like yet she's still really beautiful. And I thought that that was such a nice the way that they all fit together, it, it made sense and it felt right, where I think a lot of times you're like, oh, this is the older mom. And it didn't feel like it was forced at all. It just really felt natural. Like they looked like a family. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, For me, I think the biggest, I love everything that they said, the color palette, you know, the art. My biggest thing, the reason why I really liked it was like we discussed at the beginning, it's about Las Mujeres de Juarez. Mm -hmm. And it was like, <laughs> sorry, my asthma is coming up. Um, 305 women were just killed and it's all like women of the the same kind of characteristics and there were women who just like anybody were walking to school walking home you know and it was really entangled in like our day-to-day -day, you know like I'm Salvadorian I'm not Mexican but still like you know coming from my country you know like where we have so much like guerra where we have so much like violence against women and against children and seeing a comic about that but it's still a character that perseveres i thought that was beautiful yeah uh before we actually started recording we were talking a little bit about kind of what was similar and what was different like what was your reaction then to kind of reading that and <laughs> sorry as she's trying to get some water for her asthma um quick shout out actually i will use this opportunity Obviously, Caden Phoenix, our amazing writer. Um, but I wanted to call out, we were talking about how amazing the art was. Um, and here, I'm going to try so hard not to butcher these beautiful names. Um, but Amanda, no, I can do it. Amanda <laughs> Gonzalez, uh, Hannah Diaz did the inking, coloring um, from, uh, is it Michelle or Mira? Mirel. Mira. See, I did it French. Why do right. you want me to say them? Mirella Ortega. Um, yeah, sure. You Do you know everybody's names by heart? Yeah, of course you do. Uh, yeah, so yeah. the colorists are Mirella Ortega, Addie Rivera, and Gloria Felix. They're all from Mexico, which is really oh. great. They all went to the same school, which is why they have the same color palette, as well as they're all friends. So everything just works out regardless. Oh, that's amazing. But I got them all in one group, which is just really lucky for me. And the letterist, which is also the designer, the graphic designer to put all the book together, is Sandra Romero. Okay, yeah, that was totally different than what I was even trying. <laughs> but 
But yeah, an insanely talented team. All women? All women, all um, Latinas. There's three Chicanas and three uh, Mexicanas. That is so cool. Thank you. And as the whitest person ever, I mean, (laughs) just to be able to come into it and see a a creator-owned book that is entirely, you know, female-driven, culturally driven like you know what you're talking about and that's your voice and we need so much more of it um so it's so exciting to have this book and we have it in our hands tonight guys it's here it's a physical thing how did that feel taking the first issue out of the box Uh, it was really good it was so like i got it now i just got to run home do the you know throw them in the envelopes and go rush to the post office i owe 64 (laughs) copies and so i literally had to stuff them in the envelopes but i had the envelopes already prepared because at least i can do that part um, but just pack it and send it and then do all the tracking for all of those, all the the orders. How wonderful. And so, you know, be the 65th, the 66th. You can go on, um, it's Jalisco Comic. Yeah, so it's JaliscoComic.com or JaliscoSuperhero.com. They both um, go to the same webpage. So check it out. Order it. They're here now. Uh, amazing, amazing comic. I to go back to kind of just the importance um now that you've had your water to you know the reactions to i mean this is such an important story and it's such a heavy story but i think it is really accessible um and i think you walked this really fine wonderful line between that and really opening up this is what the world is and this is you know what you need to fight against but you can and it was really empowering and really beautiful what were kind of the cultural differences for you andrea like looking at this from a a different perspective a lot of it's just kind of like um like we do have our traditional dances in el salvador but um it's very different from you know uh, folklorico but it's still just as beautiful like i'm salvadorian but i was raised more in a mexican community and more into the mexican culture so i still identify with a lot of like the mexican struggle of coming here my family is all immigrants and you know even being a Latina, like in a fully white school or fully whatever school, like it's very, very like beautiful to see this kind of artwork and see this kind of, you know, like literature coming out because it's so important to have like Latina artists and Chicana artists or Latinx. And um, but one of the things was like kind of like the crow in the comic book, you know, like for us, like we don't really have a crow for us. It's like a black moth in El Salvador, at least um, from my family. And I think it was just kind of like Adela, like, you know, like it's noble. It's someone who's like a survivor. And I called my grandma today and I was like, hey, like there's this comic. She goes, oh, we don't really call. That's not really the the connotation of that word or that name. And I was like, oh, OK, I guess. But yeah, so there's a few similar. There's a few like differences. But at the end of the day, like we're all one culture kind of. And, you know, like it, a lot of this still resonated with me. Thank you. I like that. And so for us, all animals, or at least or at least the way I learned it, all animals mean something. So a crow and a raven are two different meanings um, because one's a messenger and one's a something, something like literally. And so it kind of just goes between both of them. I kind of mixed them, honestly. Depends how much like into brujeria you are, um, which is kind of like more on the witchcraft side. But literally everything means everything to us. We're very, very into magic realism. Um, but like, like she was saying, like it there's universal things like you understood the story right yeah, and not oh, to point absolutely. you out but like it has universal no, truth <laughs> you know like it's just one of those like you it, it resonates because who wouldn't go look for their mom right who yeah. doesn't understand femicide who doesn't understand teamwork right or women supporting yeah. women they're very basic themes within you know within reason basic so like people do understand it and like little kids are 
I've had eight year olds read it, you know, mm. and like even a kid or um the mom told me, but like the kid even asked for chapter two, which oh. is like the sequel. And I was just like, yeah. Oh, I'm not there. But it was like, really <laughs> nice, like, wow, yeah. like he just wants to know what the next story is. That's um, awesome. Mm-hmm. that's that's how you know you've done your job effectively that's yes, how you know you've told your story effectively when somebody can't get enough and wants more immediately that's yeah. awesome i know i'm so excited for the rest of the what series what a great reaction and, that is and Thank even you. the team up at the end that's yeah. what i'm the most mm-hmm. like to see all of these amazing characters kind of come together mm-hmm. um i was gonna ask you though actually that was i i always take notes oh yes this is the sound she of my came notes. very prepared um <laughs> so i proof. always do because yeah. i have terrible memory and so i have to go through everything and be like oh what was that character's name but um the crow raven moment mm-hmm. I thought was so powerful and so beautiful. And I like the way that you kind of explained it a, a little bit, but not a lot. Like it, it made me really interested in as someone that isn't part of this culture to learn and to, you know, to, to soak in something different. It was really special with her lighting the candle um, for her mother and, and having this moment where she's like, I'm not different. I haven't changed. And so are the ravens and, Crows like a messenger of change and a messenger of like different times. One or? is a messenger. Um, it also depends on the numbers that you see them in. So mm. one means that. Two means something else. Two means oh. change. Three means something. Like they all mean something. Wow. And something depends how you learn it. You can Google it, and they'll tell you different answers left and right. right. Depends which link you look at. Um, so that's why I had an extra crow come later on in regards to that one. She, and that's why she started talking to crow back yeah. and forth uh, because that does mean change. Sign. Uh, I believe the ravens are the ones that take you to the underworld, mm. which is the other. So one's change and one's underworld, which is somewhat the same. It's all when in- it works for that moment. Yeah, in multifaceted ways then too. And I loved that it was her kind of superhero moment of saying, "I am Halisco. Like this is my moment. This is I'm I'm taking this name that I've been called just because that's where I'm from, and I'm gonna own it. And I'm gonna you know it's it's the dance. It's my home. It's my mother. And and I think it was just such a powerful moment for her to say yes." this is who I am and kind of step into that because to your point, Sylvia, she's such a strong, powerful character and she really owns it, especially towards the end. One thing that really kind of struck me about Lisco is, is so much of the superhero archetype is based around the, the, the concept of the secret identity. Yeah. Right. So you have the secret identity, this, uh, this other identity that you go about your daily life in for Jalisco. She's almost more herself. And like that is her persona. Mm-hmm. Is just she just becomes even more herself, even more grounded in her identity when she becomes a superhero. I thought that was a very powerful concept because rather than hiding, she's coming forward. And I think that that is such a beautiful message and such a unique take on the comic book Absolutely. traditional comic book trope of like a secret identity no she's she she is literally taking on that is such a good point such a such an important aspect so so many important aspects of her identity as she dons her her superhero persona so that that was really that's something that struck me really well yeah even that like they try to train her and it's not like she actually learns much from the training it's more like they realize how she can fight yeah. Like, it's like, okay, well, you're not going to shoot a gun or you're not going to do this. Like, you're going to dance and you're going to fight through dance. And that's what makes sense to you because that's who you are. So it was re- more just reaffirming Again. who she is rather than turning her into something else. Yeah, exactly. And that, that I think, is something that's so powerful for, yeah. um, you know, like, just being even no matter what age you are. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need to be told that, like, you yourself are the solution. 
yeah. to the problem. Yeah, you her know? strengths are her powers. And exactly. so, like, um, Jalisco, she doesn't ever set off to be the superhero. Like, mm-hmm. she, when there's like, we'll train you, we'll protect you, she's like, no, I want to find my mom. That's yeah. literally just her MO throughout the whole story. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is all she knows. And, like, why she dances so well? Because of her mom. Why she takes her Jalisco's name? Because at the, and what's this, started at the beginning, but also in the flashback, right? Yeah. On the part where you said with the candles, was that, that was her flashback. That was her mom's favorite dance, was Jalisco. Yeah. And that is literally why she takes it because it's in favor. I mean, it's in honor of her mom. Yeah. So everything trails back to her mom, which is yeah. why she has her power, which is why she's so grounded. Um, and it's also a very grounded story. Like, no one flies. There's yeah. no bombs. Yeah. There's nothing crazy going on because this is literally her truth. This is her world. Yeah. Um, and it feels very real because of that. Thank you. It's, yeah. You know, she can be called a superhero, but she, in her own way, there's nothing super about her in a positive way yeah. in, in which, you know, anyone could be her. Yeah. And I think that's so powerful and that's even more powerful, I think, than if she could fly or if she could do something crazy because it's it's showing that especially in this hugely consequential time where people are being just slaughtered, mm-hmm. you can still matter and the decisions that you make matter and standing up for justice and for what's right matters. Um, and it's such a powerful story to tell. And you don't need to be a rich guy with the the billion dollar industry like Batman. Yeah, exactly. You know? like <laughs> or, he has, or Iron he's Man. not a superpower. Like, yeah, you he's can be just a, a young guy. girl. <laughs> Yeah, you can be a rich girl, like a poor girl from like a ranch, you know, like a ranchada yeah. girl. Like, and she literally comes from very humble beginnings. Like, they snub her, and I set that up in the beginning to show like nobody really cared about her, but she still go and save everyone at the end of the day. Because why wouldn't she? Yeah, mm-hmm. I really love that you said that because one of the things that really stood out to me was the fact that when she's looking for her mom, it's a police officer is like, "You're lucky they didn't take you too," mm-hmm. and it was, and I, and it, I don't know if you did this on purpose, but kind of that. I feel like um, what you did was really make the girl power really, really beautiful and really highlighted where, like Maddie said, you don't need to fly. You don't need to be any superhuman to be a superhero. Just like having that camaraderie of like, hey, you're a girl by herself. I see someone watching you. Let me walk you home. Yeah. You know, and I think that's beautiful and kind of having that juxtaposed with like the men, you know, and how it's all these women who are dying, who did die in, like, what, 1997 to 2003, 2005? Like, so many women died. But, you know, seeing, like, all these women protesting, ni una mas, ni una mas, and, like, protesting and saving each other just through being friendly, I thought that was beautiful. Absolutely. And it still goes on today. There's nine women that are found a day, like, their dead bodies, like, mutilated, tortured, all that jazz, but nine people, nine women are found every day in Mexico. So it is something very, very important, just at least to highlight and to honor them as much as I can here. How does it feel then to, I mean, have this printed book to be not only telling this powerful story, but spreading awareness and spreading awareness to young people, too? Because when we look at it, right, it's young people that are going to make a difference. It's young people Mm -hmm. that are going to stand up that um, I'm not even going to try to say it, but is it not one more? Ni una más. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. I know something. <laughs> I'm not going to dare to say yeah. it, but um, <laughs> but that cover too. There's cover art um with the with the, the pink crosses. Yeah, and and the face paint and the sign, and I I just blew me away. I mean, this book is such a beautiful testament to these women and to stopping it, to really making a difference. And I think we talk. My favorite question to ask people in indie comics is, what do you want people to get out of it? What do you, you know, what's your message? Because I think message is so important. Like to me, if I'm going to read something, it can't, I mean, it can sometimes, you know, great to have have entertainment. But for me, it's more about having 
taking away something and learning something and growing than just being entertained. And I think this, of all the comics, you know, that I certainly that I've discussed on indie comics, I mean, what a story, what an important movement. Everyone should read this, whether you're nine or 90 or, you know, it, it matters so much. And how does it feel to be part of that and to be part of, you know, the positive movement of, of stopping this? I'm actually I'm super proud of honestly of all my team. My team, they understand it. Um, like instantly I did not need to explain anything to them in regards to the femicide or literally any yeah. of that stuff. Like it is our culture, it is our history, and in some sense it's nostalgia as well. So like in that regard, everybody gets it inherently, which is a very nice, like yeah. cool, I don't need to preach it to you in any way. Yeah. Uh, because they get it and they're all on board, you know. So we were already on like the same plane. We already had the same purpose um and how does it feel it feels i mean it, it's really good like it's our it's the purpose like my next book is santa and she's a border town like a chipster is what i call her but she's a border town chipster she goes up against ice because ice wants the race war and ice is Irene Calderon Estevez so she's literally a coconut um and she hates her own race and so she starts getting the latinos or the zikas as i call them and you know and starts putting them in cages and so everything i do i mean that is the purpose right like you can teach people and like you you're entertained by the images stories and blah 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 but like there is a purpose there is literally there's more to you know there's more to books and stories there's you can create change and you can inspire others like especially with our culture you know like the little girls light up like with the little with the doll right because yeah. i have my little barbie mm-hmm. doll that has yeah. a big little dress you know and they light up and they're like that's elena because it is technically elena but, <laughs> it's like, but like they light it because they see themselves yeah. and so like or like they dance florico or somebody in there you know that they know dances florico um so it, it has a bigger goal so um, everybody buy let's go so that we can then create doll. dolls <laughs> yes and shirts um, you are wearing an awesome shirt right now Thank and you. you should mass produce them um, <laughs> because we should all have one. The other thing that I really loved that we've kind of talked about a little bit already is just that she does come from more of a poverty background mm-hmm. and, and understanding that she has nothing. Right. And she's trying to, you know, she's paying everybody with eggs. And I love <laughs> this moment where um, shout out to the what is it? Or- or- Orito. 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 She's such a like show me up. <laughs> The other oh, it's chicken. It's the, it's the pet chicken. Yeah, yeah, the adorable little chicken. Everyone's favorite character. That's not true, but she's adorable. Um, but you know, there's this moment where um, Jalisco's mom tells her, or Alicia's mom at this point, right, um, says, "Don't let anyone ever tell you that you can't trade anything with eggs." And I just thought that was such a great moment of like not only you know physically like trade some eggs, <laughs> but this idea that you don't have to have a lot. Right. Like you really can trade eggs or a dance or whatever you have, like use it and you don't need money. You don't need, um, you know, we were talking about earlier, you don't have to be Bruce Wayne or Tony Stark to be a hero. And so, you know, you can use eggs sometimes and you can um, kind of do what what you can with what you've got. And I thought that was such a great moment. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, people barter. We barter all the right. time. It's just that most people barter now with money. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, it's bar- bartering, you know. Also, it plays back later on when she does have a flashback and the mom tells her, um, what is it? She says, uh, use what you have, right? And so that's why she clicks, which I'm not going to tell what happens or as to why. But uh, she gets that flashback and that's why she completes her training and she succeeds in the training in that one training session. This is another echo of that of that kind of concept that we were talking about earlier about how you don't need 
anything special. It, and and Jalisco uses everything at her disposal in her environment about who she is to be just as big as she needs to be. And and like that that kind of sentiment kind of runs through the story in a big way. Thank you. Yeah, I um I liked Default Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. Right? Like he literally only knew ten answers. He only knew ten things in his life and he wanted him the mil- you know, the million dollars, but I want him the girl. You know, and I always remember that. Like he he doesn't like me, I don't know all the answers, but I know ten answers, a ton of questions, I have the answers for him. Yeah. In that regard, you know, it's, so well, yes. what, what matters and what can you be proud of, you know, and mm-hmm. I think that's so important. And there was another quote that I want to call out, um, another flashback to uh, both her mother and her father. Um, and she went to go fix the roof and her mother says, she's a baby. What if she falls? And the dad says, we all have to learn things the hard way sometimes. We got to protect our home at all times. Right, Mia? And I think this idea of like, not just that we all fall and i think that's really important is that you know sometimes you fall and you have to get back up and there's a lot of ways that i think characters fall in this um but also this idea of protecting your home um and whether it burns down to the ground or whether you know people infiltrated or whatever it is and i think you know and again i am not from this culture but this idea of protecting mexico too and saying we're not going to accept this like this is not our home and this is not what we're you know this is see this is your comic doing great things that i, I like understand it. it i get it you know like I, yeah. it's not my background at all but uh-huh. who doesn't understand this concept of pr- protecting your home and stopping this violence and saying this isn't who we are this isn't what we stand for and then for her to have this name that is both a dance and where she's from and this piece of her mother um it really is her defending her homeland and defending who she is and her culture against the traitor and against um yeah yeah you got I, it oh, <laughs> thank you Gold star. I was like, oh, something happened. <laughs> um i think also just kind of piggyback on a lot of what you just said yeah. i just i mean like i'm not mexican but you know raised with mexicans and you know being part of the latino culture you know like a lot of the quotes that you wrote like a lot of the things that you wrote resonated not so much like with her but also just the culture itself of like mm-hmm. What does it take to protect your family? Meaning you leave your country to come here and, you know, and the conditions in which you leave, you know, protecting your family at all costs, crossing the border. Like, what was it last year, this year when it was the huge like caravana? Like, you know, like those are hundreds and thousands of people who are doing just that. You have to protect your home and that's how you protect them. And also kind of the idea of like using what you got. I think that's such a big Latino, like, you know, like, that's our motto. It's like, we may not come from money, we may not come from anything, but I've got hands and I've got feet and I've got heart and I'm going to do what I need to do, you know? So, like, you see a lot of manual laborers, a lot of people who, you know, stereotypical cleaners, the seamstresses, whatever. My grandma's a seamstress and that's what she used. She used her hands to, you know, put my mom and my, my tia through private school. You know, like she's a superhero through that way. And I think that's so beautiful to see that like and little girls can get it like, oh, I can, you know, be the best that I can be with what I what I have, you know, but also like anyone older and who comes from our background or even doesn't come from our background can say like, okay, I get it. I can do what I need to do with 
just myself, you know? Absolutely. Um, I totally agree with you. It is much, I, I mean, it is a universal truth, but obviously much more on the Chicana um, or Latina side as well. Like, we went on the beach every weekend. I used to live in San Diego. You know, and like, why? Because the beach is free. Yeah. You know, but like, when I was a little kid, it was amazingly fun. You go on I, that slide. Yeah. That is your entertainment. We didn't, ha- we had, remember those like little slip and slides you put the sprinkler in? Yeah. That was my, that <laughs> yes. was my uh, the- uh, Soak City. Yeah. You in know what backyard. I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Run with the hose. That my grandma used to do that but those are like sacrifices that our parents made like to give us a good childhood you know and that's how they are our superheroes you know one and to that point too there's another quote where um they're they're rocky's teaching her to fight um and alicia at the time Uh i should call her by her pre name (laughs) (laughs) because she really becomes Jalisco like at the end right like truly like they kind of start calling her that um, because it's it's where she was picked up, but um, uh, but Alicia at the time says, "I don't think this is going to be a fair fight." And Adela says, "You think any fight is?" And I just thought that was such a great moment too of understanding that the odds are stacked against you, and they often are. And maybe every now and then you're the one that's has the upper hand, but for the most part, you're not. And you have to be ready for that fight because that's the fight that's coming. And I thought that was really powerful in so many ways. Um, you know, whether it's money or whether it's honestly rampant racism yeah <laughs> yeah there you go um, that's a big one well even to your point like just to call out i mean you're from two different cultures but like i'm sure people treat you like you're from the same area all the time and like that's yeah and there's also not a very great understanding within our two cultures mm-hmm. um which is it's really disheartening like you yeah. know we always talk about like racial divide between like white people and mexicans white people and whatever but it's also just very like within our own culture mm. you know so i think what this is lovely this book is lovely in doing is being able to see those similarities yeah you have differences we have differences all of us but yeah. seeing those similarities be like i understand that feeling uh, that's my mom that's mm. my grandma that's whoever in my family or like even it's horrible but <clears throat> those women who are killed you know i we had a very bad civil war in the 80s where I mean, even now, because we have MS-13, you know, who's, like, one of the deadliest gangs in our country. So, like, my family can't see each other in El Salvador. And it's really harsh. But being able to see, like, that, like, people, like, uprising and people, you know, working together. You know, this book's about, like, Mexico. It's not about El Salvador. But at the end of the day, like, that resonated. And I was like, you get it. You got it. Go. You know? Well, just bridging that divide, no matter what background we come from understanding each other and finding the stories like that's to me what's so powerful about stories in general but also independent comics is it's this way to find a medium that's both visual and emotional and you know written what whatever format you want it kind of covers a lot of things and you can just go back and read it and look at these panels and look at the crosses and look at every piece of this and understand someone else but also who's inside of you you know I think it it both educates but also resonates Thank you. Yeah, and I'm like, even, so Adela, she is the mentor, but she is like an abuelita. Like, she's literally like a grandma to all of them, you know? Like, our grandmas are literally anyone, or generational or above us. Like, they're harsh on us, but they're harsh on us for a reason, right? They're harsh when they need to be, and that is fine, but when they need to nurture, maybe they'll nurture or not. But literally, they're preparing us for life. My grandma, my grandma, you know, my, my mom, literally everyone prepared me for the future because the odds are not stacked in our favor, right? We have socioeconomics. We have, like, our public schools in East L.A. are worse than public schools like in Beverly Hills. Why? Because mm-hmm. we don't get the money. Obviously, you know, it's one of yeah. those. It's like 
why wouldn't they? Because of where we are, because socioeconomic, it's oppression. It's yeah. So we do have to fight harder. Yeah, it's know? really crazy. Like, you see, like, um, I work in Long Beach Unified, and, like, I see a lot of that socioeconomic divide. Like, I work on the west side of Long Beach, so, you know, I see a lot of, like, people of color. And, you know, I'm a behavioral aide for a young woman who is also of color. She's Latina. And, like, seeing her mom, how she dresses her, and it's not because she's negligent. It's just because that's all they can give the child. And... You know, like, compared to, like, Beverly Hills. I used to work in Woodland Hills, like, Calabasas, like, Teslas, Rolls Royces, you know, whatever, you know. And, and it's it's a very huge divide. And like you said, like, our parents, our abuelitas, you know, my grandma prepared me. She made me my clothes, you know, to make sure that I had stuff on, like, on my back. And, you know, she really prepared me. And I think that's beautiful about Adela is that, like you said, she's harsh and maybe, like, Adelita thinks that, like, her mom, her grandma doesn't love her, you know, like, but she does. This is how we show love. It's like, we're tough when we need to be because we want you to be ready. Absolutely. I agree. And my mom made me clothes, but I had all the holiday ones. I was really happy. I was a happy little, like, (laughs) sheltered kid. But I literally had the Valentine's one. I had a summer one, even though that wasn't a holiday. Like, I had every single holiday. It did not matter. Um, And I thought it was fun. But it was literally because my mom wanted something to do, and so she made me clothes. And so... That's amazing. I have a really important question, I think, um, for you in particular, Caden. What does, do you consider yourself an Adelita? And what does that mean to you in today's world? Um, and So every character in there is someone in my family's name. So my mm. grandma's name is Adela. So that mm-hmm. is why the mentor's name is Adela. And the supporting or her daughter is Adela. It's just the shorthand of it. Um, so that is why I chose it and just happened to be perfect that I wrote about Adelitas. Yeah. Because, you know, it's the same thing. It's the root word either way. So yeah. it always ran me upper. Yeah. Um, so that is why that Alicia is my grandma, my other grandma's name, which wow. is why my grandma is from Jalisco, one of them. The other one's the Chihuahua, which is, has to do with the femicide. So I'm telling you, literally everyone, um, the mom's name is my mom. There's wow. so much of yourself woven into this, and it's so subtly it's done. I love this. Thank you. The only one that I had to make up was Orito, because I never had a chicken. <laughs> but <laughs> That would have been your chicken. <laughs> that would have been amazing, but I did not have a chicken. But we had roosters next door. Um, but so that is, in that regard, everyone means something to me much, much more. Even Rocky, like that's my aunt, that's the Rocky, because her name's Raquel. Well, you always called her Rocky. You know, like I knew that before I knew of the Rocky movies, right? Like, so Rocky means way more to me than the movie itself. And so it's stuff like that. Um, so Adelita, just, I mean, we're soldiers. Like, we've always been soldiers. We're fighters, you know, regardless of what culture you were from, like just being female. I really just being anything, but really, really being female and being even Latina or Chicana and like where you're from. Like, I'm from Boyle Heights. Like, we, we don't have much going for us. They don't, society does not set up anything for us, right? We got to fight our way out of anything. Um, that's everywhere, just not boil heights per se. Um, so I've always been a fighter, but like who do I look up to? My mom, my grandmas, you know, like I'm in a matriarch on both sides of my family. So I got really lucky, um, that I can see matriarchs and like she is in a matriarch on both on, you know, on the, on the Adela side as well as her mom's side as well. And so it just, everything just, resonates obviously with me because it's my story within reason it is my story yeah um so it just means strength how does your family feel about this now that you've put it out in the world uh i think my dad still hasn't seen it because i haven't visited him yet but 
they they like it. I mean, they all they're very very critical, but in a very good oh. way. It's a very <laughs> Latino or Chicano thing yeah. that everyone always has something to say, and that is fine because <laughs> uh, I can only get better from that. Yeah, but I bet you know not to put things on them, but I bet they're so proud of you for. Oh no, no, they're absolutely and... yeah. My grandma's the first one. When I first came home with the first stack of books, like my first box, she just bought one. And I was like, no, 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 here. Right? And she's just like, no, no, no. And she literally gave me the money anyway because she's, yeah, like she didn't have to at all. But um, then she sat down and started reading it. And I was just How like, wonderful. wow. Yeah. So and then I had to go back and explain things to her because she doesn't really understand comic books. But like yeah. at least she tried. Obviously, she understood the story, but she doesn't understand panels, like the comic book form. How wonderful. Um, yeah. Well, and I think, you know, it, it's just a testament to you carrying on their legacy and to being a modern day Adelita and, and, and really pushing yeah. the boundaries and being a revolutionary and fighting for justice. And I think, you know, you. this to me is, you know, standing in a protest and holding up a sign. This is your sign, right? And, and yeah. you're spreading it far and wide. And I think it's such a beautiful and wonderful thing. And it's an honor to have you on the show and to, to be able to talk to you about this. Thanks for coming down again thank you um, all the way from la down to orange county it's yes a, thank you that's quite not, a trek yeah not an easy drive after <laughs> i have done it enough i survived <laughs> um is there anything else that you guys want to share any closing thoughts i i cannot wait to read more ah yeah me neither mm -hmm. thank you um, I guess like my closing thought, like I feel like I said already what I had to say. I just thought <laughs> it was like so. I did it. I did it. I just thought it was so beautiful, and I just thought it resonates with so many people, and it will resonate with so many people just because it's everyone's fight. You know, yes, it's about like us, but it resonates with every like female, every male, every everybody. Everyone understands that you know we need to fight together for a better a better life and a better community. And I think you definitely highlighted that and that, you know, just thank you for being, you know, who you are and really representing us in a beautiful comic book. Yeah. And, and a reminder to everybody too, um, this is like kind of a, a teen to young, you said what, nine year old? Yeah. So they priced, no, they, um, after all the adults talking to me at LA comic con, <laughs> eight years old and up. All is right. suitable for kids. Eight for and up. But it really does, even though it deals with violence and violent issues, there's nothing graphic. There's nothing. We said this in the last episode, but I want to repeat it. Um, there's nothing super graphic. This is, you know, buy it. Read it yourself. Show it to your kids. Show it to your family members, um, your friends. Show it to everybody. Anybody ever. Um, but it is such an important story. And it's such a great honor to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Thank you to everybody who's listening today. Uh, we really appreciate you. Um, you can check out our other podcasts on uh, Apple Podcasts and all other podcast apps. And you can check out our website on thegrandgeekgathering.com for articles, videos, and more. Um, you please also remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Let us know if you have bought this amazing comic, if you have any thoughts about it uh, to share with Caden, um, thoughts to share with us about our discussion today, about what this means to you. Um, please, please, please share it. Um, share it on social media. Give us, you know, some stars if you like uh, on your favorite podcast app we really appreciate it um, and we do look at everything um, so you can stay updated on our Facebook Twitter Instagram and we stream on Twitch um, what is your uh, social media handle Hayden? Jalisco Superhero so J-A-L-I-S-C-O Superhero that'll be on Instagram and Facebook um, also the website is JaliscoSuperhero.com and then uh, my, my name is Kaden Phoenix, so K-A-Y-D-E-N-P-H-O-E-N-I-X. That is my Instagram. And that is her real name, everybody. Yeah. I asked her earlier. She's just born that cool.
Um, so we have a little article down below that'll put all of this information. Ah, um, so if you are super white like me and don't know how to spell Jalisco, although she just spelled it for you, um, <laughs> it is all down below. <laughs> um, so check it out. Sylvia's shaking her head at me. Look, okay, I <laughs> have been my doing own that the whole time, culture, actually, and my you know? culture is pumpkin spice lattes and ridiculousness. Okay, <laughs> and macarons. That is true. I am actually French, so yeah, that that's is why. my real culture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just okay. being silly. Um, but in any case, guys, check out this amazing, amazing, amazing comic. Um, thank you for listening today. Our intro is provided by Cranston. Um, thank you. And come and join the gathering. Have a great week. And G-G-G. G-G-G.